This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Giving in the name of O'Ride, a classic from 33P, a cut off their album, live from the Shady Oaks Retirement Center. I'm Johnny Drangerson. Welcome to WFUQU on a Tuesday morning, 6.05 on the FUQU clock. Welcome back to me. I'm back for my stint over there at WSHIT, our sister television station. If you haven't already heard, I'd like to formally apologize for some of my behavior on the last three days of my employment. I think I've written all the apology letters I can write, quite frankly. But, you know, once again, Judy, I apologize. I had no idea she was your daughter. No idea she was in high school. It was the company Christmas party. What can I say? But, uh, hey, listen, on to greener pastures. Let's check traffic and weather. On the weather front, it's minus 16 degrees. Feels like minus 32. That's fucking cold. I'm going to tell you that right the fuck now. Got to bundle up. It's going to be a witch's tit out there. We're expecting snow, but not the kind from the sky, if you know what I mean. I'm off probation. I'm down at the station. Bring some libations. I'll be here all afternoon. 6.05 in the morning. You know what that means. It's time to check the FUQ. You traffic on Main Street. There's a one-car pileup that snarled that inner city loop right there. You know, you want to add in a little extra time if you're driving, biking, or walking to work like I do. And in other news, Mr. Jackson has been lost again going outside to look for his newspaper without his robe, and it's very cold outside. So if you see a naked 92-year-old man walking down the street without his newspaper, Give us a call here at station. It's uh, 1-800-WFUQU. Okay, all right, 6 o'clock in the morning. You know what that means. It's time for a little TCB. That's right, the morning zoo crew coming in here. Brian and Hodley, or whatever her name is, going to start the new year off right for you. They'll be back right after this commercial break. I'll tell you what we're going to have to do. Well, jazz odyssey. We're not going about to do a free-form jazz uh, exploration in front of uh, a festival crowd. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Look at this. We're in the brand-new TCB studio for season number three. Oh, I look so good. This is legit, man. This is legit. you got to check it out. YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. you got to remember all the stuff. You have to check out the brand new studio put together by my wife, really, and then Christy and I help drill holes all yes. over my house, <laughs> which now looks like fucking Swiss cheese. <laughs> give me a chance. Like, give me a chance to say goodbye. Don't let me die of the Widowmaker. Yeah. So I get out there and I'm trying to run because I'm afraid of the Widowmaker. And I figure if I can get these legs pumping some blood up to my heart, that I won't die of the Widowmaker. But my legs don't want to cooperate, Chrissy, because I'm not a three-year-old child being thrown around a room doing flips upside down and sideways. 
yep. with my flexible legs. It's unbelievable. I uh, <laughs> it's all those years of hard living. I didn't live hard. <laughs> all those days at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> all those sun drenched days at the pool. You mean to tell me? But you mean to tell me the twenty six Bud Lights, Brian. Uncle Brian? That's what they used to call me, Uncle Brian, and not in the cute way, in the like stay away from your daughter kind of way. <laughs> Uncle Brian, ah, he's on his twenty second Bud Light. Yeah, you might want to keep your daughter away. <laughs> so two weeks later, she called me at the Chili's, and I called oh. her. She had broken up with her fiance. Oh wow! I called her back. That's she a literally big deal. pulled up. In her pink Cadillac <laughs> from Mary Kay. <laughs> we, she was doing well we, then. Yeah, she was doing well. We went to the uh, we went up. to the Overlook and uh, we made love. Okay. She and... never called me again. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now. Yo! Hey! Hi! Season three. We're back after an extended break. COVID and winter storms and Christmas and <laughs> Hanukkah and New Year's. Kwanzaa. Miley Everything. Cyrus's tits at least three times over the holidays. I saw Miley Cyrus's tits. I don't know about you. I'm, call me up on the tit counter hotline, 661. Best to yo. How the hell are you? I'm good. God damn, Brian. what a long break. Yeah. Doesn't it feel it's like it was a, a long time? It, it, yeah. It has. Look at this. We're in the brand new TCB studio for season number three. Oh, no. I look so good. This is legit, man. This yeah. is legit. You got to check it out. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. You got to remember all the stuff. You have to check out the brand new studio put together by my wife, really. And then Chrissy and I helped drill holes all yes. over my house, <laughs> which now looks like fucking Swiss cheese. <laughs> the resale value of my house goes down with every hole that we You were on a ladder up there. I was. <laughs> horribly, I was holding. Yeah, scared of heights <laughs> on one leg with another leg up in the air. Drilling a hole in these vaulted ceilings in, yes. the, in the top of my thing. But man, I think it looks really nice. After it's all said and done, we had our tech guy, who's a remote tech guy, Matthew, um, called me up yesterday so that we could put all of this together. Now, now no longer are there millions of wires running around no, the studio that not. don't serve a purpose. Now there's even more wires that all serve a purpose. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, there's more room for the wires. There is more room for the wires. More room for the wires and more room for my incredible, my growing stomach after the holidays. <laughs> I've gained back almost all my cell vanilla. <laughs> but well, I think it looks good. Look, here, I'll turn it on the Chrissy cam. Let's turn it on the Chrissy cam. Hi. There's a Chrissy cam. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey. Let's turn it on the me cam. Hey. <laughs> it looks like I'm we're in the in, dark. <laughs> it looks like we're in the closet. <laughs> Still got a king, few kinks to work out. But thanks for joining us. Welcome to the commercial break. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, and Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for joining us on the first episode of season number three. Now, it's been four weeks almost exactly to the day. Uh, four and a half weeks, actually, I think. Four weeks? Four and a half weeks? Yeah. Since Chrissy and I were in the studio recording live, we had not intended to take such a long break, but... Like the rest of the universe, we had been affected by COVID yeah. because Chrissy I got, got the COVID. vid. The whole house got it right at Christmas. Yeah, she got Omicron. <laughs> I was at Omicron. Brian had to go pick up my honey baked ham for me. I did, me. which was an interesting and experience. And drop it off. By the way. It's like <laughs> He left it outside the car door <laughs> as I ran down. <laughs> I had my son in the car. And he's like, he's like, Chrissy, Chrissy. And I'm like, I know, we don't touch Chrissy. No, don't touch Chrissy. Yeah. yeah. And you, Chrissy. You cracked the window. <laughs> <laughs> and Chrissy is like radiation, son. You don't touch her. 
I literally threw the honey baked ham on the sidewalk and yes. was like, Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> and away we go. The, the funny thing about the honey baked ham, so Chrissy calls me up. When did you get? 23rd? We got it the 23rd. Yeah. You, got, you got the notification on the 23rd yes. that you had Omicron. I felt okay on that day, but it was the 24th and when I really started feeling bad. Yeah, so. yeah, the, uh, you, it kind of it knocked your dick in the dirt, but just for a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it no, knocked your clit in the I, dirt I, I, for today. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, no, was for a few days. Yeah, yeah body yeah. aches, headache, all the stuffiness and everything, but we're all recovered now. Thank God. And thank God for that. Uh, yes. Thank God for that, because there's still a lot of people who are being hospitalized by the whole thing, yes. and, and especially children. So we, mm-hmm. you know. I hear you. I kind of in my heart, like in my heart, I want Omicron. That's what right. I want because I'm, you know, I'm boosted and I'm vaxxed and all that other stuff. And I yeah, figure I'll, sur- I'll survive it, <laughs> even though I'm a little bit up there in age to get to be 66 now. I f- <laughs> but I figure I'll survive it and then I can just be done with it. Yeah. And this is kind a of lot the, of people feel the same way. Yeah, I this think. is kind of the prevailing thought amongst my friends, mm-hmm. most of which who are being very who've been very careful throughout the pandemic for one reason or the other. You know, family members are not because of them themselves necessarily, but because of the people around, around them. them. Yeah. That's why we were always so careful. Yeah, me too. And because of the kids, you know, they, they who knows, who knows? And who knows what the long lasting effects exactly. of coronavirus are on children or on, on people in general. But you call me on the 23rd. On the 24th, I stupidly volunteer. I say, hey, listen. <laughs> do you need anything? Yeah, let me, like, yep. Let me go. Actually, I do. <laughs> let me go. And I'm going to go. She, she goes, can you pick up a honey baked ham? Have you ever been to a honey baked ham on a fucking Christmas <laughs> Eve? It's like, a, it's like hell. It's like going to the Walmart. You're a true friend, Brian. It's like going to Walmart true. on Black Friday. You got damn right I am. <laughs> because first of all, this this honey baked ham is in the location I've never seen a honey baked low ham, honey baked ham. It's like on the corner of the straight up one of the worst parts of it. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. I know, and, and it's literally. You mean the most traffic parts of Atlanta? Yeah, traffic yeah. by traffic. I mean, sex traffic. Yes, it's in the <laughs> no, red light district. What are you talking about? Down near Druid Hills area? Oh, geez. No, no. It looks like it was in an old Asian massage parlor. That's oh, all. Oh, okay. Well, I don't, I don't we've never even been. I never even get a honey baked ham, but this year we were like, well, what are well, we going to do? You gave you we sandwiches can't go out. for a week. We couldn't, yeah. Yeah. So we How much honey baked ham did you eat? We still <laughs> have question. some. Do you really? Still, it's frozen, but yeah. yeah I mean, we could, about... we could only eat so much of it after like day four. I was like, no. More ham. Cockroaches and honey baked ham are going to survive. The we ordered like Holocaust. a really large one too for some reason. It was huge. <laughs> so, I, so I drive up with my son and they have not one, not two, but three different people that are directing traffic in and out of the honey baked ham. Sure. And because there's no place to park, literally, right. I think this was an old Jack Shack. And so <laughs> it was like they had the, the parking was all in the back. And, you know, everybody's just trying to kind of maneuver around this 13 space place. And there's there, there's a line out the door wrapped around the building. Yeah, they had specific times that you had to go. I think they tried to organize it, but <laughs> I will say this. Once I got into the Honey Baked Ham, they did a good job of getting me the ham like qu- like quickly once I got up to the counter. Yeah. But and then everybody in there. <laughs> you know, the world's so divided these days because of whatever bullshit, right? And and it mostly yes. has to do, I think, right now at least, the the omnipresent thing to be angry at other people about is whether or not you're wearing a mask, uh-huh. right? Some people are angry with you if you're wearing a mask. Some people are angry if you're not wearing a mask. At the Honey Baked Ham, this was playing out seven spade. And what I mean by that <laughs> is there was... When I got up to the door, there was a guy who was waiting there, but he was standing outside the door. It's freezing fucking cold. He's standing outside the door, and there's a line inside of the store, but he's there, the person 
The last person in line is probably a good 14, 15 feet from the door. Okay. Right? And I said, oh, are you waiting? He goes, I am. I am. But, you know, with this new variant, yeah. I don't want to get crazy. So I'm staying outside. <laughs> He's not wearing a mask. Oh. And I was like, well, <laughs> well I don't want to be rude or anything. I don't want to point out the obvious. But so, the, but I get, you know, what am I going to do? And I got to get my right. kid in my hand. My, even my kid's wearing a mask. I got my kid in my hand. So he then waits for another, there's, let's call it 30 people inside waiting for a honey baked ham. The, there's plenty of room to get inside and stand in line and still keep your distance. But this guy waits for an additional 15 people to leave out the door before he then oh, walks in to stand per, in line. Proceeds. Still without a mask. And I'm like, I can't believe this. And he's one of those guys who like, when he's talking to you, he's getting ever closer. He's like, <laughs> so what are you doing for Christmas? Have you heard about this Omnicron variant? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, stay yeah. away. What do you guess I have Back heard about up. it? It's in the back of your throat. You asshole, <laughs> stay away from me. I get the honey baked ham. We get in the car. We drive over to Chrissy's house. It's Christmas Eve, mind you. And yes. I don't really know what the protocol is for dropping off a honey baked ham at a friend who has Omicron. <laughs> so I pull up to a very highly trafficked part of her, <laughs> of her apartment complex, condo complex. Yes. And I literally throw the ham out the window. On the <laughs> I, did, I came down. And I'm like, it was on the sidewalk. The ham is outside. Uh, yes. The ham is outside. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm watching. I'm waiting for someone to steal a ham. Because, <laughs> you know, I live in the Burbs now. So when you live in the Burbs, everything's terrible down in the down in the city of Atlanta. When you live right. in the city of Atlanta, everything's terrible out in the Burbs. When you live in the Burbs, everything's terrible in sure. the city of Atlanta, sure. right? And I'm hearing about these, you know, all these people breaking into everybody's cars and taking everything. So I'm like, surely this honey baked, please let Chrissy come out quickly because if the honey baked ham gets stolen off the street, I I'll did. be responsible for $100. I had put on like a N95 mask and the whole You had thing three on it. Sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> just in case it's she coming had a, out my eyes. She had a hoodie on backwards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything. Two eyes cut out. <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. Oh. Did you? But what did you guys do for Christmas? Like, what was the what was the thing we that you did? Stayed in bed. We, we stayed in bed, and watched Netflix and shows because. Isn't that what boring after a hot minute? Like, isn't isn't there only yeah, so much just, Netflix that you can wear? Yeah, but I mean, you're just you're sick. So what are you going to do? It's but like okay, when so, you normally get sick. Yeah, but you're sick for two two of the ten days that you were in quarantine, right? Well, no, we were sick for about five days. Oh, you were? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think it lasted that long. I thought yeah. it was like two days of really it not feeling. I know Jeff fared worse than you did. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's because he's an old man like I am. <laughs> you yeah, know? we all had a differently one. One of our daughters had absolutely no symptoms at all and had it. Yeah. So. Well, the young kids, they can take it. I mean, it's. <laughs> it's young kids, they can take anything. Yeah. You know what amazes me about young children? is how they can take anything. Like, I'll throw my daughter across the room onto the bed, and her leg will literally flip behind her ear, and she'll bounce face first into the back of the wall, and she thinks it's funny. I know. Meanwhile, kids, me yeah. getting out of bed this, in the morning, <laughs> I can't, I'm like, ah, oh, my knee, my heart, my, my ass, my oh, eyeballs. I know. My sister with her two boys, they just flip and uh, all over the place. The flexibility, yeah, the, the durability, the the pure brashness yes. of those children. <laughs> and it just makes me, it reminds me every day of how fucking old I am. Cause I'm like, I can't even like, I went on a run for the first time in like two months uh, for no particular reason, except it's busy. It's, it's the holidays and it's a busy time. And I, I do like to run when I get a chance. So my friend calls me and says, Hey, meet me. Let's go for a run. I, the second that I got out of the car, my <laughs> knee started hurting. Like my knee was hurting. Just think like, just thinking about my it. knee was like, Hey dude, <laughs> Don't do it. Please don't do We're it. We're not 12 anymore. 
And I'm like, I know, but I got to check out the heart. The heart's on its own, man. You can't rely on that shit. You're going to die of a grand. I'm, what I'm afraid of is dying of one of those, um, you know, Bob Saget died, right? And yes, so that made me so think. Sad. He's so young. He was like, what, 65 or something? 64? 60? Yeah, I can just keep 60s. on going down until I guess the right age. Early 63, 60s, 62. Okay. So everybody apparently loves Bob Saget, which yes. I, I did not know. Listen, I like Bob Saget as much as the next guy, but I wasn't particularly emotionally attached to him. There like, were a lot of people that were, though. A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people came out. Of, like Dave Chappelle is like, you know, running around the country hosting, you know, know backroom comedy shows about bob saget and who knew now i knew bob saget's whole thing was i'm the whole i'm the most wholesome father on television and when i get you in an audience inside of a comedy club i am absolutely gonna gonna destroy you with mentions of the underside of my balls right i mean he just was the he was so blue it wasn't even funny he was funny actually he was pretty funny um that was his whole thing. But what I didn't understand was how deep his connections went yeah. into the world of comedy. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, I just didn't think I of didn't, Bob Saget either. like that. Here's mm-hmm. the strange thing. So, you remember that fireside thing that we were doing yes. in season two? Yes. Amongst all the other things that we've done <laughs> that have come and gone? <laughs> I promise you, we're going to stop that shit. We're going to stop telling you we're going to do shit we're not going to do. Fireside, we were on this for a, for a moment. And listen, we might still go on it. Yeah. Who knows? I, I'm not ruling it out. I'm just saying we're not doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got bigger fish to fry. We got to figure out why Chrissy looks like she's in a closet every time <laughs> I put on her Chrissy cam. <laughs> Let's put on the Chrissy cam for a second. Yeah, yeah you look really dark in that. <laughs> YouTube.com slash the commercial. We do. That's okay. So Bob Saget passes away. And then uh, I, I remember the only interaction, and I had an interaction with Bob Saget, oh, was you did? on Fireside. Oh. Okay. Bob Saget did a show on Fireside. Now, he only did one show. I, I think saw it, that they did like a replay of that, too. They're always replaying it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's, you can just go on there. You can go to Fireside Chat, download the app, and then Bob Saget did one episode of a podcast that he was a co-host mm-hmm. on. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's called, like, What's Your Problem? And yeah. you'd come up and you'd say what your problem is, and then, you know, they'd, they'd talk about it. So I was up on the stage oh, okay. with him for, participating. for, like, 50 seconds, right? I, mm-hmm. I said something, and they went off on a tangent, and then they asked the next question. Bob was very funny, and he seemed very sympathetic and empathetic to everything that was going on in everybody else's life. Everybody is talking about how much they loved Bob Saget about what yeah. it, I mean. Some people are like, he's the best human that I ever knew. Do people say that shit every time that someone died? Like, are people going to say that about me? Do you think? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope I'll so say too. It. Well, thank you. I'll say it. But do you think the whole comedy community is going to come out and talk, talk about me <laughs> being the best guy they ever knew? Do you think Chris Rock is going to show up and start doing underground I'll comedy shows? I'll contact him and see if he will. So Bob dies at a, ri- yep. and listen, he died at a Ritz Carlton. Yeah. So at least the guy wasn't like, you know, in the Holiday Inn on the road right Right. he was doing sellout shows to Mm -hmm. you know medium-sized comedy places he died at the ritz carlton in uh, orlando which is a very nice place but in in, of a heart attack yeah and they said that they found him and that he he probably was sleeping but that he was clutching his chest Mm. right with his left hand which apparently is a pretty it's a sign that that's how you went yes that's the heart attack sign right what they call it is a widow maker heart attack you Mm -hmm. have lots of different kinds of heart attack my grandpa died in one of these it's just in an instant yep it, you just done. die, right? Yeah. I mean, your, your heart just stops for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And every time that I wake, every time that I look at my children, I think, please don't let me die of the Widowmaker. No. Just don't let me die of the Widowmaker, no. right? That's all I do. I just give me a chance. Like, give me a chance to say goodbye. <laughs> don't let me die of the Widowmaker. Yeah. So I get out there and I'm trying to run because I'm afraid of the Widowmaker. And I figure if I can get these legs pumping some blood up to my heart, 
that I won't die of the Widowmaker. But my legs don't want to cooperate, Chrissy, because I'm not a three-year-old child being thrown around a room doing flips upside down and sideways yep. with my flexible legs. It's unbelievable. I, uh, it's all those years of hard living. I didn't live hard. <laughs> all those days at the pool. <laughs> all those sun-drenched days at the pool. You mean to tell me what you mean to tell me the 26 Uncle Bud Lights Brian. Uncle Brian. That's what they used to call me, Uncle Brian. And not in the cute way, in the like stay away from your daughter kind of way. <laughs> Uncle Brian. Ah, he's on his 22nd Bud Light. Yeah, you might want to keep your daughter away. <laughs> Who's Brian talking to over there? Uh, college girls. Uh, oh, he's going to break one complex. of their hearts. Yeah, he's going to break one of their hearts. <laughs> I think they, you know, I okay, I lived hard there for a minute. You know that cocaine and LSD I did is taking a toll on his heart in my old age? That's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm well, afraid that, that that all of that hard, the the, the the years when I was partying hard, yeah, which was only, from, you know, it wasn't a long period. It's like from 20s. 14 to 38. <laughs> I was doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't do a half a gram of blow every six hours for 22, 22 years? Who doesn't? Who, ha- right. who amongst no, us? You were in the norm. Who amongst us didn't take 10 hits of Jesus Christ acid the first time they ever did acid? Sunny side up! Sunny side up! Uh, so, yeah. So, well, listen, I'm glad that you I'm glad that you're over the Omicron. I'm glad yes. that you made it through. You like a trooper. All recovered. Yeah. This all goes back to Chrissy and I had only intended to take off two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just two weeks. We're going to take off two weeks. We're going to run a couple of uh, episodes that we had in the can. And then we were going to, uh, you know, move on and, and get on to season number three. But then COVID hit and Chrissy got sick for a period of time. Yeah. We got delayed doing the studio because people in our circle then had COVID. It just kind of like it, it just kind of all was a snowball. And then literally a snowball happened yesterday. <laughs> it so it delayed us yet another day. You know, Atlanta doesn't get a lot of snow in case you don't know in case you haven't figured that one out atlanta doesn't get a lot of snow we've had a couple of huge snow events where people get trapped for like days in their house without power or in their car car. that's right uh and yesterday i had kind of anticipated that that's what was going to happen actually that's what they made it sound like the news people around here get fucking crazy every time that there's a goddamn snowflake that's going to come down you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah it's like a storm the grocery stores this (laughs) snowmageddon 2022 brought to you by home depot and kroger buy your milk get your wood now (laughs) who needs milk (laughs) who needs milk when the is milk the first thing you reach for? No. no you reach for the booze, right? Yes. And I reach for the water or frosty, you know, uh, Coca-Cola or whatever it is. But every time that there's a snow event. Yeah, milk yeah, and bread. Milk and bread. Milk and people bread. go out. They raid the, the shelves. It's already it's already a desert paper. out there because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, the toilet paper. You can't find a fucking roll of toilet paper around here to save your life. Astrid and I were talking about it. Like, I mean, that's not actually, you don't need to live. You don't need toilet paper to live. live yes. You don't need toilet paper. <laughs> if everybody would just take a, ba- a one container of toilet paper we'd yeah. all be able to wipe our asses and be clean for the other human beings around us yeah. but you jerk offs got to go and buy 34,000 rolls of toilet paper for what <laughs> so reason crazy. are you going to burn it if it gets hot are you going to eat it if you get hungry are you going to use it as a condom if you run out of rubbers <laughs> the truth is you don't need that much toilet paper your ass is not that dirty and if yeah. it is toilet paper should be the last of the things you're using to wipe your ass <laughs> exactly. get in the shower like the rest of us do 
God's toilet paper, water, <laughs> and some herbal essences shampoo. <laughs> That's how I do it. Take my advice. Yeah, in the a pe- pinch. People get crazy. They go, if well, then there's the supply chain things too. But that also, that's on, that. So, yeah. But when when we are going to get snow here, it's like seven days ahead of time. You get that little snowflake on your fucking weather app, oh, and you and know this town's about to talking, go fucking crazy. And they start talking about it. There's yes. going to be snow. There's going to be snow. There's going to be snow. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Glenn Burns. <laughs> yes. Glenn Burns. Yes. Who's a local famous He's weather caster here? He's been on here since 1922. Yeah. The guy's been in. He was in. <laughs> he was on the talkies. You know what I'm talking about? The guy was doing weather when they didn't have sound on the movies. <laughs> like, silent films. <laughs> He has been on a long time. He, uh, yeah, and he's got to get rid of that toupee. That thing is awful. Just let it fly, Glenn. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love you, but you just got to... You know, he's one of those guys who's got the toupee that's mm-hmm. that's colored a weird... Yeah, Like, you ever unnatural. seen, a, like, an acoustic guitar? You know the color of the acoustic guitar? That's how his hair looks. It's like a dull orange that no human... <laughs> In their 80s as a hair color. But Glenn does just on the top, though. And on the side, it's purely it's gray. gray, right? Yeah. So it's either just for men. I think it's a bad toupee, actually. But Glenn Burns gets on and he's supposed to be the experienced weatherman. Yes, he is. He's the top dog. Who gives us, he's the top dog in the city. He's the yeah. guy everybody goes to. He's mm-hmm. the guy you trust, right? You don't trust that Chesley, whatever his name is on the other channel. He's I only like been, Chesley. I like Chesley too, but he's only been here for 42 years. <laughs> yeah. Glenn's been here for 72. He's the baby. Right? And then uh, who's Chris Holcomb, right? The other guy on the uh, other station right there. Chris looks like a baby, even though he's 97 years old. He looks like he just came out of his mom's vagina, right? I don't trust the guy who looks younger than my son, who's three, <laughs> right? Just saying. So you go to Glenn, you turn on that channel and you go to Glenn and you say, okay, Glenn, give me the straight shit. And Glenn, uh, you know, he makes it sound like he's keeping his head on his shoulders. Yeah. But he's piping just the same bullshit everybody else is. He's like, well, on Friday, uh, two weeks ahead of time, I see a snowflake on there. Could be a small chance of snow. Start digging a bunker. (laughs) Get your supplies. Send your children to grandma's house in California. Certain disaster awaits. This weather report brought to you by Home Depot and Kroger. It's true. It's always brought to you by somebody, right? Yes. They plan this shit. And we know this because we worked in radio. Mm -hmm. When the weather gets bad, run my ads. That's what they do. That's how they do it. Because they know that there's going to be demand. Right. Mm -hmm. And then everybody goes out and they buy all the shit they never needed. I was at Home Depot. We were building the studio. I was at Home Depot. We went to Home Depot one day, too. We did go to Home Depot together. (laughs) I thought we did a good job. You want to test a friendship? Go to Home Depot together. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I know. <laughs> We're buying loose screws and chains. Yeah, we have no idea. What, by the way, all of them are still sitting over there. Didn't use one of them. <laughs> Actually, we used one thing. <laughs> so I go to Home Depot by myself to go get whatever. You know, it's a million trips to Home oh, Depot. Wood. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, we're buying like a, a rope or something. I don't know. But I go there and I park in the parking lot and I'm getting out of the car. And as I'm getting out of the car, I see a rather pudgely, portly man. He's probably in his 60s, white guy, balding, right? He's got a tummy that, I mean, just says, screams. Santa? Michelob's best, right? (laughs) (laughs) Break out the Hellman's and break out the best. He doesn't have a beer gut. He's got a Hellman's gut. You know what I'm talking Uh about? Guy's been having uh, corned beef and ham, corned beef (laughs) sausage for too long. Anyway, guy, he's on the other side of the parking lot. He parks in the back of the parking lot in his Dodge whatever, 4180. 
and he's right forty one eighty, and he's <laughs> running, Hoadley, running across the the parking lot. You know, not belly a light jog. Bounce, no, not a it jog. It was a run. He is run. running at yeah, like I don't know, like it was you know free lap dance night at <laughs> Cheetah or something. <laughs> he's just going for it. He's running. Yeah, Hit that belly just bouncing in all its glory. He's got that little un, you know the little scrundle belly just hanging out right on below his shirt, mm-hmm. and he's running toward the pile of wood. Outside the Home Depot. <laughs> now the pile of wood outside of Home Depot is seven feet high. No, <laughs> there's not a chance that this guy isn't going to get to some wood. There's no one threatening. There's no one putting in a full he court had to press. Be sure, he had to be sure that he got the he got the best wood. And when he got there, he was like, <gasps> and he's just like he's looking at the wood. He's picking it up. He's looking. I'm like, dude, what's the fucking difference between wood? You're going to burn it. What are you doing? (laughs) You're making sure there's no scars on your wood? Perfect wood. He's got to have the perfect wood. (laughs) For the first time in Bob's life, he's got the perfect wood. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) His wife's been looking for the perfect wood for 42 years (laughs) also. People get fucking bananas in this town. Yeah. Over fucking snow. So snow then delayed us a little bit more. So I'm, I'm wrapping this all back to say that we took off a lot more time than we intended to. We thank you for listening to eight episodes of the commercial break, <laughs> The Lost Tapes. I was struggling to put the last two together. The I got to be honest tapes. with you. <laughs> I didn't know what else to call them. You know, it's, I know it's not an original idea, but I was struggling, Chrissy. I was like, ah, we're really running out of material yeah. here that we can run. If we have to run any additional material, it's going to be super <laughs> offensive. <laughs> Right, because we would we would record some episodes and then just be like, no. We recorded one episode. Uh, we one, recorded one stands out in my mind. One stands out in my mind too. Terrible. So I'll tell you about it, but we won't, we're not going to get the too one into about it. the the, yes. s- the sex babies. Yes, or whatever. sex babies, <laughs> sex babies. Well, this episode just went the can too. Uh, there is a fetish out there uh, that is mainly men. That like women that act like infants. They dress up like infants. They shit in diapers. They piss in diapers. They take formula. It's really weird. At first, we decided to do a a whole episode. We thought this. I felt so uncomfortable. We thought this was. I thought this was so funny when I started like actually downloading the video. I was like, God damn, this is gold, man. We're gonna have so much fun with this. We got thirteen seconds into (laughs) that, and both Christy and I were uncomfortable. We were like, I don't know about that joke. (laughs) I don't know if I'm gonna make that joke because it's a sexualized fetish. And so what you realize is that it's actually a gentleman who wants his partner to act like, like a, a child so he can have sex yeah. with a child. This is very... Yeah. Now, yeah. I realize this is not illegal. <laughs> and, you know, whatever you're into, I guess, is cool. But this might be a step too yeah. far. <laughs> and when I listen... <laughs> this might be... There might be one rung down on the ladder. And when I listened back to that episode... It is just as bad as you think yeah, it is. It bad. is really bad. And we struggled for for like 22 minutes of that yeah. video. And just like minute number 10, you and I are both like, this is never going to run. Why are we even doing this? <laughs> I think you stopped. said, Brian, <laughs> Brian, I can't, I can't take this anymore. And I was like, no, just a couple more minutes. We're going to get through it. <laughs> and you just clammed up. You were no. like, I'm not going to say anything else. No. 
Hey everybody, it's that time in the commercial break for Commercial Break. It's the first episode of season number three and Chrissy and I are very grateful you decided to tune in. You can go to tcbpodcast.com for more information on Chrissy and I, get your free collectibles sticker, find all the videos, listen to all the audio, and connect with us on all the social media right from tcbpodcast.com. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at the commercial break. If you would like to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we do content you cannot find anywhere else go to youtube.com slash the commercial break subscribe and like your favorite videos please comment wherever you can 661 best to yo that's 661 237 8296 if you'd like to text us or leave us a voice message you can tell us about content ideas you have you can tell us what a good job we're doing you can tell us what a horrible job we're doing we accept it all at 661 best the number two and yo now there's going to be a short commercial break if you're ever in the market for our sponsors products or services please do us a favor and use their specialized urls and codes it certainly does help us and if you have any questions comments or concerns about the advertisements that we run on this show we encourage you to text us at 661-237-8296 we want to hear your feedback let us know how you feel also if you have a moment in your day please leave us a review and or a comment on your favorite podcast publisher. It really does help grow the show. And as a TCB fan, we certainly would appreciate it. And now a word from our sponsors. Okay, TCB stoners, you asked for it, you got it. Our first cannabis sponsor of the commercial break. Our episode is sponsored in part by Freeze Pipe and a huge shout out for sponsoring this episode. Smoking cannabis doesn't have to hurt. And for colder, bigger hits, you got to check out Freeze Pipe. Freeze Pipe makes a freezable line of pipes, bubblers, bongs, and more. The secret is this freezable glycerin chamber. You pop one of these chambers in your freezer for about an hour or so, and when you smoke, it passes through the icy chamber and it instantly cools your smoke by over 300 degrees. Check that out. The results will shock you and you'll notice bigger, smoother hits without the throat burn or intense coughing. Most people who use freeze pipe report way less coughing, but everyone reports that this is the smoothest bong rip they've ever taken. Smoking pot doesn't have to break the bank either. Stop overpaying for bong that leave you with a dragon throat and come over to the icy side. If you're ready to take bigger hits without the chest or throat burn, go to freezepipe.com and use the code BREAK for 10% off your next order. That's freezepipe.com and use the code BREAK for 10% off anything in the store. Freeze Pipe, our first cannabis sponsor. I know I got a lot of fans out there who love to partake in many different states where it's legal and maybe a few where it's not. We want to thank Freeze Pipe. Go get that glycerin chamber. Make your smoke nice and cool. Make your bong hits nice and tasty. Freezepipe.com. Use the code BREAK for 10% off. All right, Freeze Pipe. What'd you do for New Year's? Oh, I stayed in. You know, we were still recovering a little bit from Omicron. Yeah. And Besides, it's kind of amateur night, you know, to I agree go with out. hundred percent. So it's amateur night. We stayed and watched Andy and Andy, Andy and the Anderson. two Andys. Yeah, yeah. What's Andy got wasted? Man, he took it a little too far. Didn't he did. He? he was like, "What is he talking? He was talking shit about that guy from Journey." Yeah, I don't and, get. I don't get it. And the mayor and all kinds of. People. Well, the mayor's kind of a dumb dumb. So I get that. <laughs> he's no longer the mayor anymore. Oh, he's not. Oh, that's right. They they mm. they have someone else. It, it, I I get this pairing. And I see why it's interesting. And I've watched, uh, you know, I don't know, collectively an hour or two of this over the years. Yeah. 
I get why these two are interesting together. So they're friends like you, I, you and I are. Yes. So they, uh, the banter is easy back and forth. They're taking shots. Yeah. Andy Cohen <laughs> is the wild one, right? Yeah. He's the well, kind they of get the, Patty Labelle involved too. I really like her. Who, they they get Patty Labelle virtual. involved. Yeah. They, they do like Patty a virtual LaBelle? thing. Yeah. yeah? Uh-huh. I didn't even know she was still alive. Uh-huh. <laughs> what song did she sing? She's fun. Is there ever a song? Do you know a song that she sang? Well, she's in a lot. <laughs> I called your bullshit and you didn't eat you, you were like oh she's in a lot yeah which one <laughs> name one Patty LaBelle song oh let's uh, see is it did you sing we're going riding on a freeway oh yeah we're pink going love in my pink Cadillac we're going riding on a freeway making love in my pink Cadillac she's just fun she is I fun anybody who sings a song about pink Cadillac and making love <laughs> I one time made no, I'm gonna get a good answer. I made I had sex with an Avon girl. I mean a Mary Kay girl. Yeah, it's Kay Mary girl. Kay. Get it right. Is that the pink Cadillac? Yes, Is that what they Mary do? Kay. And she literally had a pink Cadillac. It was kind of it was too cliche. Anyway, so um, that was really real. You did? I did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. Kidding. Yeah, you know, in the Cadillac, in of the pink Cadillac. That she was old. When I was a teenager, yeah, not teenager, maybe I was like 20 years old. I remember I told you I worked at like a string of chilies. Yes. And so I worked at this chilies <laughs> and they had what they had a position that are called an expediter. Oh right. Right? Yep. Or you Making stand sure at, the tickets Yeah, are you done stand at the window. Yeah. yeah. Stand at the window and sh- they collect the food. Like if you go out with somebody and you or one old guy orders a chicken tender basket and the other one <laughs> orders a <laughs> <laughs> shit your drawers burger or whatever they're selling at Chili's these days yeah. you know the uh you know blooming onion mm-hmm. <laughs> the heart that's attack outback. onion yeah okay <laughs> oh yeah that's uh, awesome blossom oh the awesome blossom yeah. man i've had so much awesome blossom in my life i can't tell you but anyway um <laughs> we used to eat those things they'd come back from the table and oh, we yeah. just eat them we'd oh. be like ah oh, whatever <laughs> After they came back? Yeah. You'd take a peek at the people. You'd be like, oh, they're clean. Whatever. We'd stick them up in like near the dishwasher and we'd just eat them all night long. It was disgusting. But we were kids. We didn't know anything. Yeah. So the expediter would, if you ordered four separate things, there were certain stations that would make each thing. It was a different cook making, you know, one making salads and one making burgers. So this expediter would put, take the ticket, put it all together, put it on the tray and make sure that it went out to the table at the same time Mm -hmm. in the order in which it was ordered. Mm Mm-hmm. So this, there was this girl, let's call her Angela, right? Angela, at the time when I was 20, she was 32. Okay. Okay. And she only worked at nights as an odd job. Uh-huh. During the day. Extra money. Yeah. During the day, she was like, a, I, I don't know, whatever the fuck she did, right? I'm not even sure at this point. She worked in an office somewhere. Okay. She was long. She was tall. She was lanky. She was like, you know, she's pretty attractive. I wouldn't say she was like super hot or anything, but she was pretty attractive. Yeah. But the second that I walked into this Chili's, she was like on my first chip. The second I walked into this Chili's, she was like already smacking my she ass. She was on you. She was like a total pedophile, right? She was like <laughs> smacking my ass and, you know, tickling my nuts. She was like, go get your awesome blossom. <laughs> I was a little taken aback by her aggressiveness, but you know, but then, but then, uh, but then. then I learned she had a pink Cadillac, <laughs> so I did her on the butt. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so she, uh, so over the next couple of of weeks, she progressively puts the full court press on, and one day she's <laughs> like, "Why not after you get off the shift, let me take you out for a drink?" I wasn't twenty one yet. Ooh. And I wasn't really a drinker at the time. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, um, yeah, sure. That so, changed later. Yeah, that <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so I went to the bar and it was a, like a big boy bar, you know, the bar that everybody yeah. talked about going to, but I didn't go to because I was in 21. She got me in there because she knew the bartender okay. and the bouncer. We went, we had a good time. We go back to her house, but I'm still a little nervous about making love to an older woman because mm. she's actually going to know what the fuck is going right. on. She's going to know. Experience. That's right. She's going to know, you know, where the arousal department is. <laughs> and I have no idea where <laughs> yeah, the arousal yeah. department is. I'm 20. You're guessing. I'm at that age where I'm scared of pussy, right? <laughs> so I, so we go back to her house. I spend the night a couple times over the course of getting she also had she had a pool table and her own keg like her own bar tap down the bottom she lived with two other roommates and they actually had samuel adams beer on tap tap. and the they knew the one of the guys that worked at sam adams like the beer purveyors yes and so they would get a fresh keg every week and he would come clean the lines i was actually there one time when it happened he's like hey man you want a beer and i'm like yeah let me have a beer (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even know what i was doing like i didn't Sure, let me get a beer, whatever that is. So as we spend a little bit of time together, one night we go out, we get drunk, we go back to her house. And I was explaining to her at dinner how much my family loved Walt Disney World. Uh-huh. Yes. We go back to her house. Uh, we go down to her. I go down. She lived downstairs, like in, uh, down, whatever. I go downstairs and she goes to the kitchen. She goes, I'm going to be back in just a couple, make yourself at home, watch TV. I'm going to be back in just a couple minutes. I got a little work to do. Oh, 30 minutes later, she comes back and she was like, what's your favorite hotel at the, at Walt Disney world? And I'm like, Oh, the, the Polynesian, right? No doubt. Yeah. Polynesian. Polynesian. We stayed there. I, I'm almost done with work. I just was curious. Oh, okay. I was just thinking about our conversation. I'm curious. Okay. She comes back 30 minutes after that, and she's like, let's go back to your house and get a change of clothes because we're going to Walt Disney World. <laughs> and I was like, we're going to Walt Disney World. And she's wow. like, we are going to Walt Disney World, and we're going right now. I'm taking you to Walt Disney World right now. Man. I just booked a room at the Polynesian. We got to check in. We're, you know, we can check in tonight. Let's go. It's only a seven-hour drive. And I'm like, holy she's shit. She's taking her boy toy to Disney World. <laughs> she did. But I was so scared of having sex with this woman that four hours into the drive, I told her I needed to go. <laughs> back home what i was so scared of having sex with her so scared because she was so aggressive as like a as a like a suitor you know someone who was like yeah she was taking charge she was way taking charge and i had never been with anybody like that because i'm a fucking teenager i don't know shit from shinola about shit right i mean Making love on your ba- on your dad's basement floor when you're 16 years old is one thing. It's a sloppy, unsophisticated mess. Everyone's, no <laughs> one's getting off and everybody knows it. No one cares because you're just like, you're just trying to figure it out, yes. right? Yeah. But now this woman's 32. She knows what having sex is like. And I don't even know that my <laughs> penis works properly in any vagina, let alone a woman who knows what right. a penis is supposed to feel like. Nervous. And I've had sex plenty, just not with people who know what they're doing. <laughs> right. That's why I seem so attractive. because <laughs> I put on the charm offensive <laughs> and then give them the best half a second of their life. Right. And they're like, whatever. Four hours into the drive, I start, I'm like in, in my head. We smoked a little weed. I'm totally in my head. And I'm oh, like, yeah. we, I got to have sex with her now. I got to have sex with her. There's no way I can't have, I can't not have sex with her. She's taking me to Disney World. I've got to screw this woman like she's never been screwed before. And I don't know that I can do it. I don't think I can do it. So I start <laughs> panic. saying, you know, I, panic, set yeah, in. panic set in. So I'm just like, you know, I actually You're have four to, hours in. So you I, drive four, four hours back. Four hours in. And here's the crazy thing is that because she was an expediter, she was like, uh, 
I thought you were the expediter. No, she was the expediter. Oh. She was the expediter slash like part-time manager. Got it. Right? Yes. So I start telling her, I'm like, listen, I actually have a shift tomorrow night and it would be really irresponsible of me to not show up to that shift. <laughs> Meanwhile, I had called out sick to Chili's for any reason under the <laughs> Anything, sun. Anything, yeah. Anything. Yeah. Sometimes I didn't even call in until the shift was halfway over. <laughs> yeah. My tooth fell out. Mm-hmm. I got a bloody nose. My head stuck in someone's vagina. I mean, like, <laughs> yes, I just called. It. I made every uh-huh. excuse. And so I start telling her, hey, listen, uh, I got a shift tomorrow night. I think, and I got rent due. It's really irresponsible. No problem. I'll get, how much is your rent? Uh, seven thousand oh. dollars. She was like, she was like, I got you covered. I don't even worry about. It. I got your rent. And I'm, and she's like, that chili. I'm, I'm taking you off the schedule. Taking you off the schedule. Oh, I can do that. I'm part time right. manager. She had the end. Yeah, I was trying everything. Chrissy, this went on for like an hour of the drive, and we could have probably gotten home a lot sooner had she just turned around when I asked her to. But it's that's awkward. Yes, it's a, okay. So now, get home. She drives me home. She's upset. Things kind of go weird. As you can see, Blue, my dog, is still here, just in case anybody's wondering. She didn't die (laughs) because of the pandemic or because of the holidays. Still here barking. So we we get home. She's Now she's upset, right? And so, okay. She went through all the trouble. That's right. Fast forward one year, and I have now moved to a different Chili's. Okay. Okay. I moved to a different Chili's, and I am bartending. (laughs) And I'm bartending, and someone comes up to me and says, someone wants to see you in booth number whatever i run over there turn the corner and it's her it's angela right and she's with a man she's with like a man man right (laughs) she's like hey this is my fiance david and i'm like oh damn nice to meet you congratulations you know uh you know i don't know what you want me (laughs) to say but hey good to see you kind of weird you know yeah your your fiance (laughs) once took me to disney world i was nine She literally tried to get me to sleep with her by taking me to Disney World. That should tell you everything you wow. need to know. Okay. <laughs> so at the end of the night, she stay, hangs back a little bit and like slips me her number. She goes, this is my new number. I am now bound and determined that I am going to set this situation straight. Right. <laughs> She's like, and she was like, I think we're breaking up. Yeah, here's my new number. So two weeks later, she called me at the Chili's. And I called oh. her. She had broken up with her fiance. Oh, wow. I called her back. That's she literally pulled up in her pink Cadillac <laughs> from Mary Kay. <laughs> she we, was doing well we, then. Yeah, she was doing well. We went to the uh, that we makeup. went to the Overlook and uh, we made love. Okay. She and... never called me again. <laughs> <laughs> never once. Never once did she call me again. Oh my god! I think after all that. Well, I'm glad it happened on the pink Cadillac and not in Polynesian Resort. Yes. That would have been strange. How do you want me to get home? I don't know, but that's not a dick. I don't know what you call that. What is that thing? Oh my god! Of course, Andy and Andy, I get the whole thing. Yes, right. But I have to say that the most entertaining thing that happened on New Year's Eve, without any doubt on television, had to have been Pete Davison and Miley Cyrus. And I can't I believe you watch, missed this. I, can't, I meant to watch them. But then, you know, Jeff and I were dancing around and <laughs> drinking champagne. <laughs> you don't flip the channels? Uh, you no. guys don't flip? You just keep it on one? I, well, I flipped it at one point. I think I went to like the New Year's Rockin' Eve or whatever. Was that, okay. That's the one with Ryan Seacrest. That's Seacrest. Yeah, I think I, I flipped flipped over to his for a little while but yeah it didn't interest me so i went back 
There could not be two more <laughs> diametrically opposed. So it was Pete Davidson and Pete Miley Davidson, Cyrus? Miley Cyrus, really? a bunch of musicians, yeah. a couple of comedy bits. Pete Davidson looking uncomfortable and strange. <laughs> he looks like Beetlejuice. Miley Cyrus without a top on. He does look like Beetlejuice. He's got like those big bug eyes. I saw the funniest meme the other day. It was like a guy looking under the bed with a flashlight. It's like me looking for Pete Davidson after my wife leaves for work. <laughs> He's all over the place, that guy. Good yeah. for him. He's on a run. He's on an epic run. He is on a like run. Like no man I've ever seen. Yeah. Since like, you know, uh, I don't know who is one of those old guys who, uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, Dick, the Dick Tracy guy. Not Dustin Hoffman. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Yeah. yeah. Warren Beatty was a notable coxman too. He was, he got around. Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson put on probably the most entertaining New Year's Eve I like Miley. That I, I have ever I like seen. Miley. I like Miley a lot. And you know what, Pete? You know, for as strange as he is, He's he okay. just stood there and bent. He yeah. was strange. He added to the flavor of the whole situation. Okay. But Miley lost her top at least three times, which is, you know, that's just Miley. <laughs> oh, who, who amongst us hasn't seen Miley Cyrus no, naked? Yeah, we've seen that. And I got to say, it's kind of sexy. Like, Miley Cyrus is not the most conventionally good-looking woman mm-hmm. in the world. She doesn't have, the, like, that conventional, like, model, symmetric face kind of look about her. She's not Jen Anderson, Jen, um, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston, like, the girl-next-door look. Right. She's got a very unique look. Yeah. She's sexy as fuck. Yeah, she is. Because she, like, is 100% in control of it's her. It's confidence, her, yeah. Yeah, her confidence, her body, her voice. She knows what to do. She knows what to say. She No, she's not letting anybody get in her way. No. And that, to me, is sexy as hell. I agree. Confidence is a big uh, sexiness booster. When you lose your top on national TV and you well, say, go, whoops. and then you go, well, that's oh, the God, most that. dressed I've ever been on television. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, like, that's what she yeah. said. It is just sexy as fuck. And I like Miley and I will tell you NBC will never again put this show on (laughs) never it will never happen because it was way too ruckus and raunchy right but it was so much fun and you flip back over to Seacrest who's doing the same fucking snooze fest that he's been doing for 27 years that's why I tried not to go back to that then (laughs) you know what the problem is you know what the problem is I think with Seacrest is that Seacrest got in bed with and I don't know, it might have literally gotten to bed with Dick Clark way back in the day. Yeah. Right? When Dick Clark was doing the New Year's Eve. For those of you that don't know. Rockin' Eve. Rockin' Eve. New Year, Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. For those of you that don't know, it's really Dick Clark who started this broadcast television doing four hours, you know, from whatever, from 10 until, you know, one in the morning doing this kind of party in Times Square, watching the ball drop. It was a Dick Clark production. Mm-hmm. And he did it because he had time. a show called American Bandstand. Yes where he would break bands. This is the thing that all the teenagers, everybody watched every week, once a week. Dick Clark would come on Saturday nights and he would do American Bandstand. Yeah. And the most popular bands are going to be popular bands. He was kind of like a, like a kingmaker. Mm-hmm. He would bring the bands on. They would be on American Bandstand, Beach Boy, whoever. You can you know, Madonna, Pointer Sisters, Madonna. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. But then Dick Clark had a bunch of other television shows because he had a production company and one of them was this New Year's Rock and mm-hmm. Eve. Seacrest who's kind of like this guy who's just fallen upward. In he a, has. It's just unbelievable. And I'm not, I'm not, Seacrest good for you. I'm not, like, yeah. I'm, I don't want to argue with anybody else's money, right? I don't want to. I guess like, he's just a really hard worker, but yeah, he really got into everything. Yeah, Dick Clark's <laughs> pants or something. I'm not sure. He's, he started the Kardashians. <laughs> he did. He did uh, he's done so much. So he 
gets in bed with Dick Clark and eventually he bought into Dick Clark Productions yes. and eventually he got he bought all of Dick Clark Productions after or or he I don't know maybe Dick Clark's family still owns some of it but after mm-hmm. Dick died Ryan Seacrest got passed the torch a number of years ago for this New Year's Rock and Eve. I think the problem is, is that Seacrest probably feels, first of all, he's older, right, yeah. than Miley Cyrus or Pete Davidson. So he, he may, he's never been a particularly, like, edgy kind of no. guy. He's never done anything edgy. Except the Kardashians is not edgy in a traditional sense. It's just a shit show that they put on television. Yeah. I think Ryan feels beholden to the way that Dick used to do it. To like, do this it. needs to be, this is an institution. We need to right. do it this way every year. Go very vanilla. Put on the musicians, mm-hmm. have a few crowd interactions, watch <laughs> the ball drop, make my yeah. $15 million, get the exactly. hell home, right? By the way, I watch that Kelly and uh, Ryan sometimes in the morning. There is no one on earth who is phoning it in more than fucking Ryan and Kelly. They hate each other. <laughs> Do they? They hate each other. I thought they were really friends. Chrissy, we're really friends. <laughs> okay? These two might be friends, but they hate each other on air. Okay. They, they when one, you know, <laughs> I never first, watch it. First of all, Ryan's like Kelly, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Kelly's like she's she's turning into like a Xanax mom or something. I don't know. She's like this older lady now who's kind of wing bat, you know, ding bat kind of girl who says these totally crazy <laughs> things. And Ryan's in you know in his house like. <laughs> he's always sleeping. He's always reading the news while she's talking. Oh, he's always okay. reading he's papers. Not paying attention. You can tell he does no show prep whatsoever. <laughs> People come on. He's got a piece of paper, and he'll be he'll literally say, uh, "It says right here, Jennifer Aniston, that you were on Friends." <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us more right about here. that? What's that like? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Says right here, uh, Mr. Obama, that you once were the president. How'd that happen? Like, Ryan, come on, man. Put your heart into it. Give it something. Give it like some oomph or something. But he doesn't. He hates when Kelly talks and he doesn't give a shit about what happens. He is phoning everything. Remember the time he fell asleep in American Idol? Do you remember that time? He fell asleep in American Idol. Some people thought he had a stroke. One of his eyes literally went in the back of his head and people were like pointing it out. They were like, is Ryan okay? Yes, he's okay. He's taking a Xanax. He needs a nap. He took like three weeks off after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Fox made him take yeah. like three weeks off after that because they were like, man, we can't have you fucking nodding out <laughs> from heroin or whatever you're doing here on live television. Whatever you're doing, don't do it here. Ryan hates his life. He can't fucking get a girlfriend. He's got to show up at these shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He's always working. He's got no time for anything else. And then he's got to do Dick Clark's fucking rocking New Year's Eve. He's probably it's not wa- rocking. Well, oh, it's Dick. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Ryan Seacrest. Who no, cares? I'm saying it's not rocking. It is oh. called the rocking Eve, but it's not oh, no. very rocking. Please. It's not rocking at all. <laughs> I guess the, they have bands play. They had Journey. That's who they had. They had Journey. <laughs> Everybody had Journey. Oprah had Journey. Oprah. Dr. Phil had Journey. Ryan, Dr. Phil. You couldn't get like, you know, Little Snizza or whatever. You couldn't get somebody to show up that had some relevance in today's society. But he can't because the people who watch Dick Clark are still fucking watching Ryan Seacrest. And he knows that. And he's got to go, well, in the 70s, that's about as far as we can get. We can bring it up to the 70s. Every year he's like, we can go to 72, 73. Because he doesn't want those people to leave, well, and he's got to have yeah. some ratings. This is why Ryan Seacrest's rockin' cockin' fucking New Year's Eve <laughs> will always be a total snooze fest. fest. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I hope, if if NBC is smart, this thing was produced by Lauren Mark- Michaels. Okay. Yeah. If NB- NBC is smart, they will let 
happen what has always happened with NBC. Let Lauren Michaels do what the fuck Lauren Michaels wants Let to him. do. Yeah. yeah. He He's should be great. running that network. He because should be running that network. Everything he touches is gold. Is. Saturday Night Live is one of the most boring casts I've seen in years. Now, we always say this about the new cast, right? But it's one of the most boring casts I've seen in years. And they're still getting fucking ratings out the wazoo. And I got a billion YouTube views. You want to know why? It's because every once in a blue moon, Miley Cyrus comes, drops her top, and says something funny. That's what happens. Pete Davidson shows up and he's like a rock star because <laughs> he's fucking everything hot on earth. Okay? Yes. I'm telling you, let Lauren Michaels do what he wants to do and keep that New Year's Eve special with Miley Cyrus. It was so fucking good. I mean, I'll watch it now. It, they I mean, bring it back. Yeah, you, listen, <laughs> I know that Andy and Andy are tailoring into a certain crowd. I think they're funny, too. I like it. I understand. I get it. I get why those two together seems like an interesting <laughs> pairing. But they're, it's no longer fresh and new, right? Yeah. They're Now they're just like, like Andy's grasping at things to say that are going to be controversial <laughs> and interesting. Like journeys, not journey without Steve Perry. That is true. Steve Perry was the original, but the new guy sounds almost exactly like him. Sounds better than yeah. the old guy. <laughs> Quite frankly, the new guy left. Yeah. So you know what? The new guy left. The old guy's here. I mean, the old guy left. The new guy's here. He sounds great. Yeah. Why not? I mean, Andy. And, and then people. And then it was a news story. Yeah. Why was that a news story? Why do people fucking care what Andy Cohen has to say about Journey? I don't know. I didn't I even know. news it. day. <laughs> no. Apparently, though, people were like twittering, doing the tweet to the tweets yeah. and doing like made up names as it was scrolling across. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> Well, the thing about the thing that they were getting at Andy was is that he he actually follows the Grateful Dead. He's like a yeah, deadhead. Yeah, he, he is. Right. Yeah. So he's a deadhead. Meanwhile, half that band has been dead for <laughs> for years, and they just keep on finding new people. I mean, John Mayer is the new Jerry Garcia. Yeah. So him saying that it's not Journey without the original singer is it's just it's just stupid. Uh, but you know you know what? Well, cheers to a twenty twenty two. Cheers to twenty twenty two. Happy New Year. You, you know what? <laughs> we just spent a half an hour talking about what we watched on TV on New Year's <laughs> night. That tells you all you need to know about the to a commercial break. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. <laughs> I just told you what you missed while you were out getting laid, doing drugs, and having fun. <laughs> In case you wonder what your parents were doing, yes. I just told you. <laughs> oh, my God. I've officially turned into a shithead. <laughs> Listen to me. I sound like your neighbor. I sound like a neighbor. Oh, Did you realize that? We just turned old, Colby. Uh, we did. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm thinking of it as wiser. Wiser, maybe. I've done the New Year's parties. They're pretty fun. Yeah. I'd rather stay at home. <laughs> I'm, yeah, rather not throw up in my shoe. Yeah, <laughs> I have done that. Better yet, I'd rather not have you throw up in my shoe. I have shoe. done that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. That felt good. New studio. Yes. Here we are. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Every Tuesday and Friday, you're going to get new episodes. Go to tcbpodcast.com. Find out more about Christy and I. Watch all the videos. Listen to all the audio. You can send us a message. Get your free sticker. Find us on social media, all right there, at The Commercial Break on Instagram, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. Our goal this year is to get you to watch and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's why we've spent a ton of time, money, and energy to get this studio up and rocking with different camera angles. There's yeah. Chrissy in the dark. There's Brian <laughs> hey. kind of in the dark. Yeah, hey. When I smile, you can see my That's teeth. right. We'll get it. <laughs> yeah, it does. It looks weird. We'll get all that shit fixed. Everything is brand new in season three. We're going at it different in season three. And... And if you're good and if you're nice, 
We'll give you additional content on the YouTube channel slash the commercial break every single week. And if you're good and if you're nice, we just may give you some additional content on the regular podcast. So stay tuned. Lots of great things coming for season number three. Guests, content, games. We're going to have man on the street interviews. Will the Will the champ is going to go in New York will and he's going to do some on the street stuff with us. I love it. Yes, Tina's going to be back with some brand new content ideas and we know that we have a letter from Roxanne. Yes, Roxanne Reagan. Roxanne Reagan, we know we have a letter from you, and we'll open it up on the next episode. We just wanted to get back and ride the bike a little bit, if you know what I mean, before we start getting into it. But uh, we thank everybody who sent us messages uh, messages over the break. We love you. Keep on going. And thanks for all the people who are leaving uh, new yes, Apple Podcast reviews. reviews. That's They're wonderful. Amazing. <laughs> I love having my balls sucked on a review. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Review us on your favorite podcast publisher. It really does help. And make sure you subscribe on the YouTube channel because it also really does help. So I think that's all we can do for today. All right. That I think good. so. Yeah. It, we're, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a muscle. Yeah, yeah. It's a little muscle. We got to work it back into it. Yeah. We have never taken a month off this show ever. Yeah. We've never taken more than a week and a half off. Yeah. So this is a long time. It's going to take us a minute to get back into it. I promise you in season number three, you'll get that second Frankie B episode because Chrissy, he took it all down. I know. It all went away. All the dating content, unless it's like three years old, all the dating content, new dating content went away. But luckily, I saved the video before he deleted it. So you'll get that second Frankie B episode (laughs) if you're looking for it. It's coming your way. So I say this. I love you. I love you, Brian. I love you out there in the podcast universe. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you. Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, we always say, we must say, and we do say, bye! The Commercial Break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at the commercial break on Instagram. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Connell.